Welcome everybody to We Geek Podcast. Today is March 4th, 2021. My name is Adam, and as always, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. How have you been, man? How was your week? Uh, you know, work, work, and uh, let's say there's another four-letter word there. It's not work, but... <laughs> uh, yeah. It's... Yeah, have you have you played anything? Have you done anything nerdy, geeky? Uh, let's see. Um, I've been reading what the hell is it? Light of the Jedi. Oh. Um, I'm through the I'm through part one. How do you like it so far? It's good. Oh, it's very yeah. good. It's like an action movie, the first part of it. It's yeah, no yeah. kidding. Um, and then I've been what the hell have I been playing? I played because I got because of Gamefly. I decided eh. I'll try Demon Souls on the PS5, and uh, that went quickly. And I remembered just how much I really can't stand those games. Yeah. There, I and it's and I mean, yeah, it's all me. I'm just I'm just bad at them, which is fine. Um, but I was just like, yeah, this is exactly how I remembered it. No, uh, that's that's just that's not gonna happen. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's the between that and work. That's pretty much been it. Um, you haven't started Persona Strikers? I have a little bit. Oh, okay. I have I have a little bit. Um, I was curious. And I'm enjo- I am enjoying what I'm playing. Um, it's for for anybody who who watched the trailers for it and was like, yeah, it's it's you know it's Dynasty Warriors with Persona. It is, but that also means it's very heavy on the Persona, and as much as it is on the Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, so I you... hear it's like a straight up sequel. Yes, yes, yeah, it is. That's awesome. Um, and so that's fun. Uh, but yeah. it's also, you know, what I mean is like, it's, it's also very story heavy, you know, a okay. lot of dynasty warriors games. Oh yeah. You can just breathe. You know, if you want to breeze through the dialogue, you can and go right to the fighting. Yeah. There's still a lot of the persona exploration in this. Okay. So that's, that's something I know some people are not going to be crazy happy about that. Cause they just, they just want the, the dynasty warriors gameplay. And I get that. I understand that, but um, you you can't shortchange something like Persona. Yeah. But uh, but no, I am th- I am thoroughly thoroughly enjoying it. Um, it's it's a ton of fun. I'm uh, what I think I've done the first because it's not dungeons in this; it's jails now. Uh, so that's changed a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it's jails. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I've been thinking about, I, I want to get something on the Switch. I didn't know what I was going to get. I was looking at that Mario game, the one with the cat suit thing. I never played that. It was between that, um, uh, Bravely Default 2, or um, the Persona, yeah. Strikers. So I, I'm considering it. I stri- Strikers is a lot of fun. Uh, Strikers yeah. is, is definitely, you know, for, for a Persona fan, it's definitely worth it. Um, yeah, the only thing that really hit me back was I still have that Dragon Quest game, and I just can't. I'm like, if I get another RPG, 
and I have Dragon Quest just sitting here, and like that is all the reviews for Dragon Quest are just out, you know, just amazing. So I, I don't know, I, I'm conflicted. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, that's cool. So that's so that's been. I think that's. I think that's pretty much everything. Um, you see any movies or nothing recently? Okay. Um, I think what's uh, nah because I think because what the only thing that came out was Tom and Jerry, and the yeah. the I you know it's I'll get around I'll get around to it. It's, right. You know it looks fun enough. It's definitely bring been bringing people in. Oh like, really? Oh my god! It's it's been nuts. It's well, the, hey, I mean, there, there's some good news. I, I heard recently, what did the president just say, that uh, he believes every American should be able to have access to the vaccine by May. Is that correct? By I think it was by the end of May. Yeah. By the so, end of May. That's like, fucking great like, news, right dude. Around the, right around the time that the season's supposed to start. Uh, mm-hmm. right. we're, we're, we're not ready. We're not ready for it. Yeah. Not by, not by a mile. <laughs> Yeah, well, hopefully they get more. You know, I, I, I know it's to tell the company to get more staff, but um, <laughs> yeah, good luck more people that. is a good thing. I mean, I know it sucks. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but yeah. I'm sure these businesses are craving for people to come into their stores or come into their movie theater. Um, I'm sure a lot of them are worried that they're not, even if they get vaccinated. Yeah, um, but I'm I'm hopeful. I'm I'm looking forward to October, you know, where, you know, I hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed, right, famous last words, we'll have some sense of normalcy, right? Like we'll have some sense of, oh, I can go see Dune in the theater on IMAX on a big-ass screen with the speakers and everything else or the, yeah. you know, IMAX equivalent or whatnot. Um, like I look forward to that because I, I haven't sat in a theater since 2019, I think. Fair enough. And I had that popcorn, everything else. Granted, I haven't been sick. <laughs> this is the longest I've gone without getting any kind of like <laughs> cold or anything like that. So, uh, you know, but um, yeah, dude, I, I look forward to that. I look forward to being able to actually go out and do something and feel like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I feel a little bit normal. Right, um, right. And all those other sorts of things. Like I have a friend's wedding that I want to go to. Uh, all all these things that I want to happen down in the future, but it can't until people get themselves vaccinated. So, <laughs> but yeah, man. So I don't know. Uh, so that's so no movies or anything. Um, I I think I saw what was it Gemini Man. I saw that. Oh God! Finally, really? Okay. Yeah. What, what did you think? Ah, uh, I wouldn't. I would have been upset if I saw it in the theaters. It was. Um, I don't know. It was not Will Smith's best movie. No, I mean it's yeah. it's it's eh, like it's not. I didn't think it was terrible, but it's it's not great. It's something you catch on USA Network or something like that, and you you don't feel like you wasted your time. But it's, exactly, you're flipping through, and you know it's it's like something that'd be on FX. You yeah, know? you just oh, flip yeah. through, and there it is. Oh, I remember when that was out. Oh, we'll leave it on here. You know, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. that's a I think that's a perfectly fair review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah i uh what else warcraft the friends uh i can't think of anything else really i have this game called valhalm that i still haven't played i've uh, i've i've heard things about it 
Yeah, yeah. Just, which is... <laughs> I have nothing to follow up with on that other than I have heard things about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me see if I could pull it up here and try to explain it. I haven't played it. Yeah. Um, but the way they put it is uh, – well, that doesn't really help, this, this explanation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, basically um, – it is – I forgot – I don't know what you would call it. It is a – when you're dropped into the world, it kind of looks like Breath of the Wild, sort of. Um, it is a uh, – oh, God. I don't even know how to explain it. Um, and it's because I haven't actually played it. But everything that I've watched was – it is a – like you're dropped into the world. You have to gather things. You have to survive. Um, you build things. You build your home. You build your weapons. You build your armor. Um, uh, you, you gain abilities like to open up portals and stuff like that. And when you're dropped into this world, there's different biomes. And so like, you can't go into certain biomes you, or you can, but once you get there, you realize you're going to get hurt or you need to go to this biome first to get certain kind of gear to go into the other one. Um, it's hard to explain. I'm doing a really bad job on it, but like. This is one of the most highly rated games on Steam, positive. Uh, and it, when I saw the reviews and I saw just everyone yelling about it and it's $20, I had to get it. But I just haven't played it. I just haven't had the time. Right. Um, I will have more to talk about with it uh, next week when I actually do give it a chance. But every once in a while, you know, even if you don't play PC games or whatever, you hear, oh, wait, what's this? You know, and that's what happened. I, I, I heard of it and – Nothing but good raving reviews that – and I think it is – it's single player, but I think it's opened up to where people can you join you. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll check it out. It's it's one of those early access games but like looks completely done, you know? Right. Um, and yeah, just every freaking YouTuber on the planet's playing it right now. So it's, it's one of those where I was like, okay, I'll, I'll check this out. And it was I think $20, so – it, it didn't put me back too much. Nice. Um, and it's a big open world. I think certain areas are, what do you call it, uh, generated where it's like it's random. Okay. Um, yeah, I got you. Uh, or the dungeons are, I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, you know. So, anyway, next week I will have way more to say about it. It's just when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this game looks gorgeous. It's Viking-esque type stuff yeah um and you know it's got it's got a little bit of you know not minecraft but like minecraft-esque where you chop the tree you get wood you get stone you can build a home you can build a fire then you can build a workbench then you can make weapons and armor and so on and so forth and the more you explore the more you're rewarded and like there's also like bosses in the game where like in order to open up a certain place, you have to face this boss and do certain moves. So it seems really cool. It seems really cool. So nice. I'm gonna be checking. Yeah, I'm gonna be checking that out this week. But yeah, that's really it. I've I've gotten back into Pokemon um, Sword. I restarted it because I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> in my last playthrough. That's fair. And I also spent most of the time just doing that one trade where you just hit the random button and someone sends you a random Pokemon. Right. I, I didn't like that. I had all these Pokemon that I – I don't know. So I just restarted that So uh, because I'm sure we'll talk about some of the announcements um, from this week. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. 
other than that, Pokemon Go, I'm trying to get out every day and walk and exercise as much as I can, and that has been a blast. But, yeah, that's about it. Nice. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll talk about WandaVision uh, later. Yeah, we'll save that down towards the end there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, man, let's – so let's start off. Is there any uh, Is there any movie news? We got a little. Um Spider-Man 3 finally has an official, honest, we swear, it's really the real title, title, because mm-hmm. uh, they did, I like the way they did the, 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 where they had fun with it, where everybody yeah. involved was posting their own title. Uh, I love that. That was yeah. great. Uh, Home Depot was fun. Phone Home, I think, was my favorite. Yes. Um, but uh, the, the official title is No Way Home, which I think mm-hmm. had been rumored a while back because it sounded Scary. it sounded familiar to me like somebody had mentioned that or something mm-hmm. but uh that title scares me i you know it's uh, yeah like yeah. that's fair i mean the way i think about it tom holland pretty much saved the franchise right when when he he called them up and got sony and kevin feige to essentially get along right yeah uh, and they agreed to let him finish off his franchise. And I hope that this is just a tease, that this is not the end of Spider-Man in the MCU. Um, I want, I like what they're doing so far. Um, Sony has definitely, you know, especially with the Miles movie um, and the, the, the Spider-Man movies, they've been stepping it up, right? Like I have nothing to complain about. If they pull him Oh, that's gonna suck. If like he literally, if this is how they get rid of Spider Man in the MCU by having him, I don't know, they lose him in a Dimension X or something. That's gonna suck. I I uh, I, I don't think they're gonna do that simply because right. it's making so much money for both companies. I completely agree. The only thing is his contracts up. That's what's bothering me. So like you know, it's just like wrestling. You, the, the the stuff behind the scenes sometimes is crazier than what's going on in front of the screen, right? That's true. And when that contract is up, is this is this is Bret Hart? Is he leaving? Is what's going to happen here? Yeah, well, look how is well they used the him. title. Yeah, well, look how well they used him in WCW. <laughs> but that's what <laughs> he should have stayed. That's what I mean. I don't is 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 this going to be the Montreal screw job? I I I just. That's I'm scared with that title in a whale. And I don't, I hope they're just messing with us. And I hope like it's not well guys, we had a really good hit with uh critical hit with um Spider-Verse, so and and Venom, so we're just we're gonna take it back now. I just hope that's not the case. Except they didn't really have a critical hit with Venom. So there's not that. critical with Venom, I'm <laughs> sorry, but uh financial. My bad, sorry. They didn't particularly have a financial hit with Venom either. Yeah, they did. They did way better than they thought they were gonna do with Venom. Venom was over a billion dollars. What? No. Are you sure? Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. I I don't I'm think... sorry, eight hundred and fifty six million. You're right. But that's still for Damn, Venom. I did not think it made that much money. I, that's on me. I really did not see that. Yeah, eight hundred fifty-six million. You're right. It, totally right. Nine twenty-nine Rotten Tomatoes score for critics. Critics hated it. Fans. Yeah, but that money money's all that counts. Money is all that counts. But yeah, eight hundred fifty-six million for a Venom movie. I did not. I did not know it made that much money. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was at like the. I thought it was at like the one fifty-two hundred mark. But that was just domestic. 
Yeah. Damn, I didn't know. I'm okay. Fair enough. It's I think you know. Fine, they had a hit. Yeah. Like I, I can't, They're, I can't argue with, I can't argue with that much money. Right now, I, there's always been the rumor that Sony wants to sell their studio, right? Because they they have the Spider-Man movies and they have Bond, but that's about it. It runs dry after that. Yeah, but uh, aren't they? Did they just pick up Bond, or are they selling Bond? Wasn't there something about Bond we covered? A couple of months ago. Did they sell the Bond franchise? I, there was something about talks with it, I feel like. Yeah. Like, I, well, I, yeah. Like MG, I feel like... MGM the, was looking to to sell it off, I think. Uh, is MGM selling the James Bond franchise after No Time to Die? Uh, yeah, th- there's always rumors, right? Like, yeah, I mean, always... it's 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 been you know, I mean, it's always it's always talked about, but because uh, yeah. I know I, it was, I forget who it was before that. Like, I know Eon is the company that owns the like the the actual production rights, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's always who gets distribution, and I I oh, I feel like there was there was something about the end. Something was changing after No Time to Die, I thought. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I know that they were they were trying to possibly they were possibly they were, what I was reading was they were exploring to sell it to streaming services, but that's just for you know distribution, uh, right? Not not the actual franchise. Um, yeah. Um, Oh God, James Bond, Aston Martin, uh, DB5 sells for six point four million dollars. Well, I mean, so Sony, hang on, Sony you should just sell the cars, right? Sony doesn't have Bond anymore. It's Universal. Is it Universal? It is Universal. No, because um, uh, Spectre was the last one, I think. I think Spectre was the last of the the Sony rights. I think it went to Universal for No Time to Die. Did it? I'm pretty sure. I yeah it's it it's I, it seems to me I remember that cuz that's why uh what wasn't uh so it says since 2018 Universal Pictures took over the home entertainment distribution rights to Bond films. Yeah. But the home distribution I thought Sony made them. No, no 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 no. Oh, no, M- okay. MGM makes them. Well, never mind. Yeah. So what is what does Sony own besides Spider Man? Uh oh, they. I'm sure. I I'm sure they have something. Um, I just can't. The pro. That's. But here again, this is the problem. It doesn't just spring to mind. Right. Yep, yeah. Absolutely. You have to actually think about it. Um, yeah. Sony Here's the thing. I don't. I don't understand why they don't make movies from their video games. Well, look how well video game movies usually turn out. I agree, but with the right talent, the right production. I mean, look, I think video like look how Kevin Feige took a, a, a genre like superheroes and made it like, hey, these are must see movies. Now TV shows. Now it's a, you know, they can do anything they want right now with Marvel. I don't see why you can't do stuff like. You know, Last of Us obviously is going to HBO Max, but like Sony has like legit. Wait, okay, so they actually did. Uh, I'm assuming it was Sony that did Uncharted movie, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so that's something that they have. Um, and The Last of Us on HBO Max. Like, that's they'll have The those. Last of Us. Okay. But HBO Max is Warner Brothers, so they must have... I wonder if they gave the rights to Warner Brothers to do that. Well, oh, they have Jumanji, don't they? They have Jumanji. They have Ghostbusters. Um, they have some legit things that can make a lot of money. Um, yeah. I, I guess I'm just thinking, like, God of War, all this stuff, right? Like... They 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 could have a lot of franchises. I'm I guess I'm just thinking like from from games to movies. They could do a good job. Um, I'm not saying sell it to some hack to put it out on some you know like every other video game movie. Just seems like it's the production's bad, the acting's bad, nothing's you know really good on it. Yeah, <laughs> but that's right. I I forgot about Uncharted movies. So yeah, that'll be out. What this year? Uh, I think it's next year. I know. Next year? I know it was supposed to be this year, but yeah, you know, uh, Uncharted. I think. I think it's next. I. It says here July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. I think that's the original release date. Uh, mm, February eleventh, twenty twenty two. So yeah, it is next year. Okay. It was originally set for release June tenth, twenty sixteen. So you know, <laughs> right. They missed they miss that one by a, by a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading something uh, where uh, – what's his name? Um, the kid, the kid, the, the one who plays uh, Spider-Man, the one who plays – Tom Holland? Tom Holland, yeah. He was saying like how he was trying to act cool. He kept trying to be like Mark Wahlberg in the movie, and I'm like, why would you think – <laughs> that you need to act like Mark Wahlberg in, the, in this movie because Mark As, Wahlberg is playing Sully, and I know he's playing Sully, but I'm but that's not his character in the movie, right? Like, no, but that's that's Nathan Drake's mentor. So from a from a character psychological standpoint, it does make a slight bit of sense. But Nathan Drake's character is nothing like the human Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> No, like, but the the no comparison to his character and that uh, actor. No, right? but the Nathan Drake character being mentored by the Sully character, played by Mark that. Wahlberg. So, I get that, but it, they're fundamentally not the characters at that point. Right? I mean, so like it's it's like if 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 you if you said, uh, I don't know. I think you're. I think I think you're missing the point of the quote. I don't think he was saying he wanted to be like Marky Mark. I think he was saying that he was trying to be like Mark Wahlberg as he was portraying the character of his mentor. Right, and what I'm. I guess what I'm saying is that if that's the case, then these two people are not playing the characters from the video game. It's like it's like saying, "Hey, we need to have this." I don't. I don't know. I don't know another, another way to put it. It's like him saying, "Let's say Jonah Hill was playing um, um, Sully's character. Well, I need to act like Jonah Hill." I don't. No, it's no, no. Still, I, completely not the same characters as in the. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't because I think you. Do, I don't think you're. I think you're thinking that Mark Wahlberg is playing Sully as Mark Wahlberg, and I don't no, think no, that's no. what's happening. No, oh, man, that's, I don't know. <laughs> that's what it. That's what it sounds like you're you're saying. No, no. What I, what I'm saying is, these characters act nothing like that. So, for example, if 
if he's going, oh, I, I need to act more like Mark Wahlberg because Mark Wahlberg's cool. That was literally the quote. I was trying to act as cool as him. That's not the character of Nathan Drake. He doesn't try to act like Mark Wahlberg, right? He doesn't he doesn't even try to act like Sully in 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 the game. They're very different. I th- I think that the I think that if this is an up and coming Nathan Drake, I can understand the idea of of from a character psychological standpoint saying I need to act like my mentor who just happens to be Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, if I it know. Had, I, I think I, I guess I, I'm just saying that that Mark Wahlberg should have been in this movie. It's like if it was Will Smith, it just wouldn't make sense. Will Smith acts very different than how Sully would act, right? Um, or de- any actor, if, if, if pick anyone that's completely different from 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 Sully's character. If they were just like, well, I'm trying to act like him. It's like, wait a second. I, if it was Will Ferrell, and he goes, well, I need to act as cool as Will Ferrell. I would be like, that's ridiculous because. <laughs> His character does not act like that. No, I I don't I, see what I'm. I don't think that Tom Holland is saying I have to act like Mark Wahlberg, as in the person Mark Wahlberg. I mm-hmm. think he's say I think he's meaning it in terms of the character of Sully. He didn't say I need to act like Sully. He said I need to act like Mark Wahlberg because that's who's playing the character. I think he gotcha. would have. I think he would have said it the same way if it was Jonah Hill or Will Ferrell. Maybe not so much Will Smith because that would have been awkward as hell. But I, I think it was just I, uh, the the, the I'll, I'll find the quote, but it was essentially saying that in most of his movies he uh, he acts a certain way, and in this one he said he says he's never going to do this again because it's, it became such a bad habit where everything he was do he was trying to act cool, he was trying to act suave, he was trying to act, and it just he felt it came off wrong. Uh, where he just what you know, it, it, and he also went on to talk about how, you know, when he did Spider Man, uh, they had to stop him and say, "Why are you walking like that? You need to walk like a boy. You need to walk like Peter Parker." So he had to change his mannerisms to like a kid in high school and not like a twenty year old kid, right? Right. Um, I guess that's just the way I took it. Was like he literally he he didn't say Sully's character. He said. I had to act as cool as Mark Wahlberg, and it kind of got in the way where I got in my own head trying to, to be suave and stuff like that. And I kept thinking, that's not either of these characters. Why? Why would you act like that? Um, I think if anything, he oh, should have yeah. watched like uh, I don't know, um, like the Firefly or something. Like you know, the, like there's other characters to to. To, I don't know to, right. to try I, and be. okay so looking at looking at his his whole quote and everything in context mm-hmm. it it just seems like he picked Mark Wahlberg to name drop because it was a point of reference that people would go oh so like that it's right. the 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 whole context of it is like he wanted to be you know what's what's the quote here uh, very tough very stoic guy Right, and then right. he says, basically, be Mark Wahlberg, and Mark Wahlberg is not a tough or stoic guy. <laughs> <He's> not. <laughs> so that's I, that's what I mean. I think the I think the I think we we both got too hung up on the name drop, and it was just that yeah. he's he's trying to be, you know, what everybody you thinks said of. Harrison Ford, I would have said yes. <laughs> I, I I would have said no because well, but but he wasn't trying to act like Harrison Ford, because I mean Harrison stoic. Ford in Indiana Jones has moments where he freaks out. Like That's this is true. this true. is more like if he had said Bruce Willis, 
That but, I would have understood. That would but, have been perfect in terms of like how to frame this. Oh, you're you're standing around looking like none of this is going to bother you because you know you have plot armor and you're a dick. Got it. Uh. Right, right, right. I guess the Harrison Ford thing is yes, like as the audience, you see where he freaks out. Yeah. But he still tries to put on the persona that oh, nothing, nothing's wrong. <laughs> yeah. It, but it, he does freak out with snakes and all the other stuff. Oh, yeah. Right. No, it sounds it sounds like what what Tom's actually saying is he tried to be just you know the he, it, it, yeah. it, he he wanted to be and I and I'll use this as an and. and this is a slightly convoluted example, but it's what popped into my head. He's trying to be what Star-Lord thinks he is. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. But he's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. And I, I, I do like the idea of Tom coming out and just saying, look, it's it, so so whatever problems you may have, they're probably my fault. I, I, I right. own that. Yeah, and I and I, oh, yeah. I I respect that, and I hope that you know, should everybody look at this and just go, yeah, man, this was this was on you. Sony will say, yeah, but he owned up to it, and he knows what he screwed up, and we like the kids, so we'll give him another shot. Yeah, yeah, I think it should be good. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> I it's got Mark Wahlberg. I'm not. My hopes are not terribly high. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Because that's because I mean that's another thing. Oh, we need somebody to be a mentor figure, somebody who can be wisecracking, but also somebody who you don't particularly want to mess with. And I know that Mark Wahlberg in the past has had his law enforcement troubles, you know, stabbing somebody almost to death for you know you know hate crime reasons. But that's not the same thing as actually being a tough guy. So it's uh, you know I. I, I, I don't know. No, I'm right there with you. This... I agree. That that's why it kind of threw me off. I'm like, no, don't. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah. But, cool. Uh, but anyway, anyway, moving along to some actual good uh, film news. Uh, Neil Blomkamp in a recent interview talked about how he's how he is working on developing a District Ten script. Uh, so that that will be interesting. It's been it's been a long time since District Nine. Um, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I would love to see what happens next in in that world. Yeah, because uh, God, yeah, it has been a while. I can't believe it. it's that's that's one of those things where you're like, yeah, that was a fairly low budget movie, and it came out a long ass time ago. It did. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, in in uh, just switching back to to superhero news for a minute, Warner Brothers has uh, decided to to uh, <laughs> to reboot Superman again because you know you would, um, which which I think is unfortunate. I think this is probably the final nail in the coffin for Henry Cavill not coming back. Um, yeah, although maybe I don't know, but I doubt it. Um, uh, well, no, I, I definitely think he could come back in a bunch of different ways. But I think you're right. This is there. This is definitely them moving on from him. Right, right. Um, it's it's going to be a J.J. Abrams production. Mm-hmm. So take that, however, which which whichever side of the internet you land on with that. Um, and the interesting thing is, the script is going to be written by uh, Tanahisi Coates. Yes, so that's got me very curious. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, I think he currently writes. Um, he's a comic book guy, right? He writes uh, Captain America right now. Is he, is he is he on Cap right now? Because I think he did. Because uh, he did Black Panther for a while, right? Yes, he did Black Panther. Um, he he's also the reason why we got the Watchmen series. In a, in a weird way, yeah. Damon Lindelof read his article about the case for reparations on the Atlantic, and you know he didn't have an idea for the Watchmen series until he read that, and he was like. Look, I can like I in a weird way it was a not I don't know the words into his mouth or rephrase it, but he was just saying like that sparked the idea of I can do this show that actually says something about America right now, and uh, that's why essentially why he he uh, you know told um, HBO that yeah let's do it I, I have something to say and then that's why we got that wonderful season uh, was because of his article so yeah. Dude's a good writer. Yeah, because he's. I was gonna say because like I, I, he, he was because he's a, a journalist, and then it was just like, hey, mm-hmm. by the way, can you write other stuff too? He's like, sure, I'll give it a shot, and it, you know, oh, yeah. what, what do you know? It turns out really good. Oh yeah. Um. But so that's that'll be interesting, and of course, this sparked a lot, a lot of it. It reignited the rumors of a of a Michael B. Jordan Superman. Definitely, and I, I mean, say, there's. You know, I'm, I'm down. I don't care. Like Superman doesn't have to be a white dude. He's an alien for God's sake. There's like, been a couple there's been a couple of black supermen that wear the chest, wear the uh wear the S on the chest in the comics. Um Yeah. I'm thinking they'll probably do Val Zod. He's probably the most interesting of the uh Superman of color. Um he's it's it's essentially he's from Earth too. So to me, this may be them expanding into a multiverse. Fair I know enough. there's been a lot of talk of the Flash is always the reboot button, right? Yeah. So with news of the Flash movie coming out, I'm assuming this is going to open up the multiverse. Now, we've already seen it happen in the television, right? I'm sure this is going to open that up. Yeah. And so he's a really cool character. I mean, in that Earth 2, basically um, – a lot of the big guys go out, and he—I I, believe—he's from Krypton. He was sent here. He knew um, Supergirl, or they were friends, or something like that. Uh, but it's interesting. It's—it's it's an Earth Two story. I'm—I'm I'm assuming that's the route they would go. There's also another—I uh, forget the other character's name. I don't know. I'm trying to pull it up here. <laughs> oh, Calvin Ellis, um, which is another character, but he's kind of. He's he's like president. They they base like his likeness in the comic kind of on Obama, um, where he's he's from Krypton as well, lands here, and uh, just goes a different route. And so I don't know. Um, should be interesting though. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Because I I remember that issue because that was part of. Oh, I forget what crossover. I think that, that was, was the multiversity with what's his face, the the writer who's he, kind of. Crazy, I forget his name. Yeah, uh, it was uh, Morrison, right? It was yeah, 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 it was Grant Morrison. That's right, yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, should be interesting though. I like I like J.J. Abrams. I like uh, Bad Robot Productions. Uh, I understand why a lot of people are like weary because uh, some of the projects he touched they don't like. Um, but he's also just a producer on it. He's not directing it. He's not writing it. Um, the important thing is the writer and they got a good one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. They did. Yeah. So, 
this should be good. This should be interesting. And and like and oh, what I was saying is, this doesn't close the door on Henry Cavill. It might let Henry Cavill go do other things right now. Like rumor has it that he's going to be doing a Mass Effect series because. He was caught reading a Mass Effect script where he thought he could blur it out, but I guess he didn't realize that there's technology where you can unblur it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so um, they could easily, if this is like an Earth 2 movie, or especially if they open up the multiverse, it doesn't mean he can't pop into it or show up or somewhere down the line, you know, pop into the DC universe and uh, be Clark Kent. But um, I think this is a much needed pivot. Uh, where, you know, let's see, let's, you know, after what justice league comes out this month. Yeah. Um, oh God. That is this month, isn't it? The, the, that's going to be the four hour rated R HBO max exclusive. Yeah. And for a lot of people, hopefully that's closure to them with that part of the DC universe. They got what they wanted. They're going to um, look at it. No, 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 no. Cause so no, many, no, this is the crowd that's going to look at that and say, and we want more of that. Do more of that because they don't right. understand God awful movies when they're staring them in the face for four hours. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm being, um, hopeful that, that, uh, have some closure for some people and that we can, uh, you, you, be, you, you be Superman on this. I'll be Batman. No, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> right. Well, I look forward to it. Zach, I look forward Zach to Snyder's star is still so bright that Netflix plastered his name all over the Army of the Dead trailer, which looks as bad as I thought it was going to. They it's, didn't show anything. It's, <laughs> I they, was like, what, is it, what was this movie? I saw Dave Batista. That's yeah, about it. It's 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 a it's an it's a literal army of zombies attacking Vegas, and because the the zombie apocalypse has already happened. Uh, and so now people are going to try to rob a casino vault because apparently money is going to mean something after the end of the world. Uh, no, this entire thing sounds stupid. It looks terrible. And it's further proof that Zack Snyder needs to stop being given hundreds of million dollars to waste everybody's time. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. I can't tell. I get that enough is too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least it'll just be on Netflix, so if you want to check it out, you can. If you don't, you can ignore it. I, I happily... No, you can't ignore things on Netflix because they throw them in your face every time you log in. No, I don't like this. Okay, we won't I show can't... you this again, except for every time you log in. I, have I can't had... say the last time I put on Netflix, actually. It's... I. They have a... a oh, what's the... There's a, there's a little, like, docu-series they have on right now. It's about... Uh, it's about Samurai. And I kind of remember, was it eight? It's oh. something, it's, it's, ah, give me a sec, because I want to make sure I get the title right, because it's actually really good. It's, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I uh, did actually turn it on, and then I was like, oh, I don't see anything to turn off, but I saw that. Yeah, Age of Samurai. It's a six episode, like, here's, you know, it's the rise of, of uh, Nobunaga and Masamune and, uh, um, uh, and uh, Tokugawa. And it's very, you know, it's a it's a docu series. You know, it's the mm. people are narrating this, and there's occasional like dramatic reenactments or whatever you want to call them. Um, but it's actually, it's really good and it's really interesting. Well, then I'll check that out. I, I was also told to watch something called Warrior. Uh, I don't know what that is. The movie? I think it had to do with Bruce Lee. I huh? I do not know. I don't know either. Is it a TV show? I. 
Warrior is an American action drama television series premiered 2019 based on the original concept treatment of by Bruce Lee, executive produced by his daughter, Shannon Lee, and Justin Lin and Jonathan Troper, known as Cinemax. Oh, original. okay. Was this, wasn't this the thing, because he was working on a thing. Like, wasn't he trying to, like, write a series before he I died? I think so. I think that's and I think is. his, uh, his uh, daughter picked it up. Gotcha. So, I don't know. Gotcha, I was gotcha, told gotcha. to watch it, so I want to check it out. Fair oh, enough. yeah, I'm, I'm looking at, like, the trailer now, and whoever this actor is, is you can tell that Bruce Lee would want to do something like this because the way he's moving and stuff. Yeah. It's quick. Yeah. Cool. I, I want to check that out. Yeah, I, I was actually just told that today. Um, but yeah, okay, I'm going to check out the Netflix series, the, the Samurai one. But I feel like I'm turning on every other app when I want to watch something. Like, I know I'm going to be uh, checking out The Expanse because I think the season is almost done, the new one. I, I wanted to build a few of them up. Okay. Um, I'm turning on Disney for WandaVision. And then, of course, we're going to roll right into uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, I've been watching a lot of the WWE documentaries. They're fascinating, aren't they? Oh, I love them. Which uh, which ones have you been watching? Um, I saw Big E's, which okay. was cool. Yeah. I saw uh, – God, who didn't I see? Um, <laughs> I saw Undertaker's uh, The Last Ride yeah. docuseries. Which was fascinating. Like uh, I, I love a, that because it's it's just it's finally just him sitting down. You know, it's been it's been thirty years, and finally he's just sitting down and talking about his career. You know, the same way everybody else does. But yeah. it, it it took so long because it's the Undertaker. And right. They kept they kept that kayfabe alive forever, and finally he's just like, nah, it's this 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 is done. I'm I'm yeah. I'm good. So let's let's talk about it. Let's tell some stories. I think what happened was they were like, okay, we're gonna document his WrestleMania in Orlando moment. And then they were like, oh, he's not done. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a vicious cycle of I come back and it's good. I come back and it's bad. So I got to I gotta do one better. Do I really want to hang up the boots? And they still left it as a, well, I'm pretty sure I'm done now. But if Vince ever needs that call, I'm like, oh, my God, just stay home. Just We, don't, we need you to rest, Undertaker. Put your guns on the mantle and stay home. <laughs> you yeah, know? Um, but it's it's it, it's all the it's all the the road stories I, I like listening to. It's all the um, behind the scenes stuff and the history. Um, I watched a whole bunch of them. I watched the there there is a I don't know if it was like untold stories or something like that. But it was basically the Undertaker and the Randy Orton feud. And okay. this was when I didn't watch wrestling, so. I didn't know a lot of these matches uh, and the storytelling behind it or whatever, which was interesting. Yeah. My, my favorite is when they do get goofy, like when The Undertaker opens with the coffin and he's in the coffin. Uh-huh. And they're like, how is he? <laughs> I'm just like, this is so silly. And I love it. <laughs> I love how outlandish this is. Well, I mean, it's the fun of it. You know? It's so much fun. And then, of course, they have the stunts where they set the coffin on fire. And, 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 and uh, Randy Orton is talking about how, like, this is where I actually could have died because I was pouring gasoline and kerosene on all over the place. And I wasn't thinking of how it was splashing all over me. Uh-huh. And you and everyone was 
like screaming, Randy, it's all over you. And he's like, I, I couldn't hear anybody. And I lit the fire and it goes up and he goes, I was half an inch away from being set ablaze, uh, like legitimately. <laughs> he's like, but things you don't, you, you don't, you, when you get your adrenaline rush like that, you, you don't think about it. Little things like that. And I've been watching a ton of those documentaries. Yeah. I've also been listening to the, uh, uh, the Cornette uh, podcast and he's chock full of stories. That um, that much is true. That that's, yeah. that's that's one thing nobody can argue is that boy does Corny have some stories. Oh, he's got so many stories and and uh, especially about Vince McMahon and <laughs> and uh, you know and I've been I've been listening to a lot of his and Jr's podcasts and they say pretty much the same thing. They just have different ways about it. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, Jr is very uh, polite with the things he says. And Jim Cornette is just kind of wild. <laughs> Jim, the, uh, you know, and everybody has an opinion about Cornette, but I, I will, I will never, t- I, I'm not crazy about some of his takes, but he's earned the, he's more than earned the right to have them for sure. Oh, of course. Yeah. There's, absolutely. you know, I'm not going to, oh, yeah. there, there's nobody who's going to say, well, he doesn't know what he's talking about. There's, there's right, you, right. you can he, say, you can say he's wrong, but, but Jim Cornette knows a thing or two about a thing or two, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. He prefers certain kind of wrestling, right? And he likes to make fun of a lot of the newer stuff. But it's like, hey, it's your friend likes Pepsi and you like Coca-Cola. You can still talk about him. You just have a different taste in it. So that's that's how I see it when 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 he talks. But hearing the stories and on the road and like people will ask the craziest questions like, how did you guys wash your clothes? (laughs) And he he explains, well, for six months, I only did it three times because the watch was broken and you can't have Jim Cornette down at the local laundromat to get his ass kicked (laughs) by some local, uh, some local person. So I don't, their stories are just so interesting. Yeah. There's, I'll I'll tell you one that's one of the, cause, um, the the WWE Network also has a lot of the like feature length documentaries. Some of the ones that were like the DVDs back in the day. Okay. One that's really interesting, and I think you would like is uh, my name is I think it's I think it's called My Name is Paul Heyman. Uh, okay. And it's it's the history of Paul Heyman from from being a kid up until I don't know somewhere in the early 2010s. I think something okay. like that. I think around the time he started again with Brock. Um, okay. But it's, re- it's really fascinating because you learn a lot about like Paul was a hustler and he, oh, he moved and sure. he, he stepped on toes, but he didn't care because he had a plan and he was going places. And, oh, yeah. and if he was going to crash and burn, man, he was, he was one of those who's like, I, I may slam into this wall, but I'm going to leave a hole in it. <laughs> right. Right. Oh yeah. But it's, it's, it's really fascinating. Cause you, yeah, you he, cause you, you also learn a lot more about what happened with ECW. Cause it's very, uh, Paul, Paul has never been a, shy about, you know, he, you know, he, he didn't, those last that last year in particular it was not some of his best business decision making. <laughs> Put it that way. Oh yeah, yeah. When Jim Cornette talks about him, he was like amazing Booker, but terrible at business. Yeah, uh, and, and 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 Paul understands that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all, the, the, all these people are bringing up. They all have a lot of respect for each other, even if they don't, even if they disagree with a lot of the stuff. They still, yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting hearing these stories, 
it's 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 you know you like the Muppet Show, right? It's all the, the most interesting things <laughs> are things going around uh, the actual show than the show itself. So right. Uh, so yeah, so it's really cool to to listen to those. I, I even watched. Um, wait, what was the one? Uh, one of the Uso brothers um, had one. I was just going through the twenty four. Braun Strowman's also. Yeah. Um, dude is a big teddy bear. Yeah, he is. Like it's it's interesting hearing. Braun Strowman is probably the biggest person on that show, and yet he's there, you know, crying and and putting his, you know, heart on his sleeve in the interviews, talking about depression, talking about um, suicide, and talking about uh, the downs and that he had in life, but also with the positives. With the with that comes the, his struggle to want to do better and be better. And, you know, uh, everyone said, well, you're just a big guy. That's no reason I like you. And he had to prove everyone wrong that, no, I can move. I can be agile. I can be entertaining. I can be good on them, you know? And he went from, you know, people see him as one thing to now he's one of the biggest stars they have. Right. So. Yeah. And that's why he gets the coveted Shane McMahon match at WrestleMania this year. (laughs) Well, who doesn't, right. (laughs) You know, uh, AJ Styles had a Shane McMahon match. Uh, Undertaker had a Shane McMahon match. So, it, I, I just think it's I think it's interesting seeing a, the 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 other side of the wall. You know? Oh, absolutely. And his perspective, like he was just throughout the documentary, he kept saying, "Hey, I woke up on the right side of the dirt today." And it's like that's such a good fucking attitude to have when Fair. everything's going around it's shitty. And they were filming his documentary during COVID, so they couldn't get the stereotypical WWE documentary it was really quiet moments of sitting with him at the park and him talking about his childhood and sitting like why where you know his car accident that he had with his parents and his mother she got brain damage because of it so like it was just it's it's such an interesting peek behind the curtain uh and that's it i became obsessed with it the last couple of days i've been watching so many of them I'm like this stuff is so fascinating, <laughs> and there's and there are plenty to watch. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I've been going through that. So sorry, didn't mean to get so <laughs> just turned off, distracted or whatever, um, or uh, throw us off the podcast. So <laughs> no man, that's all right. Yeah, so it's a good rabbit hole to go down because there's so much content and it's fascinating. Like all that stuff, all oh, the. Yeah. The Chronicles, the 24s, the 365s, the the whole feature length documentaries, they're 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 ridiculous. They're so good. Oh yeah. And after watching the, you know, the the Undertaker one, the last episode where they're talking about the 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 match that he had with AJ Styles, I couldn't help but think, why don't they do a television show? That's like a WWE cinematic universe. You basically set it up like Mortal Kombat. Because you have these larger than life characters, and you do more of that as, as like a weekly, as like some other show that you put on. That's that's what they need more wrestling on TV. <laughs> no, 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 on their application, like the, like it, it, I, they're, they're, is it wrestling? Or are those just? I guess it is wrestling, sort of. But you know what I mean? Those cinematic, where they're throwing themselves off of a, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, but I think so much. I, I I get what you're saying, but I think that that runs the risk of of diluting that kind of match. I, I guess I just thought of like 
this would be a cool series. Ten episodes, if it told a story, and you had these larger-than-life characters, like, you, you have whatever kind of story going on where they're going through the country, and they're basically comic book characters. You have this guy who can teleport and come back from the dead. Um, granted, there's not as many characters these days as there used to be. And there's therein lies your problem, I think. That's Undertaker's... You have the fiend, right? And they're doing it with the fiend. All this stuff with the blood and the and the uh, Alexa Bliss is fucking killing it with that stuff. Yeah. Um. And Randy Orton, of course. But you need more character. You're right. You're right. You do need more characters that are comic book characters like that, where it's like this guy shows up and he's got you know whatever. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I was like, why don't they do more of this? Like, keep do the wrestling, do the do the raw and stuff. But that would be dope. Like a, a completely separate thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get back to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um. The speak. Talk about Superman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. You know. Um. Last little bit of movie news that I found was. Uh, some more casting for the live-action Pinocchio movie. Uh, okay. Cynthia Erivo is going to be the Blue Fairy, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is going to be the voice of Jiminy Cricket. Oh, okay. So, so let your Robin be your guide, I guess. I, I watched uh, a movie with him over the weekend, the one where he goes back in time. Where he uh, where he goes back in time, or where his old or where his older self. self? Yeah, Looper. Yeah, Bruce Willis. Yeah. Looper. Yeah, I, I recently watched that. It's a good week. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it before, but I, I put it on. I was like, oh, okay, I haven't seen this in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. All right. That was that was all the the movie news I could find. You found what some stills from the Space Jam sequel, I think. Oh yeah, they released uh, the Space Jam or a couple stills from it. Um, basically, just Bugs Bunny. And uh, some kid. I'm not sure who the kid is. I but don't know. Uh, I like that he had a Goon Squad jersey on. Because <laughs> I think that's because that's the new conceit. Because it's I I forget they they put out a synopsis a while back and I I honestly was not paying all that much attention to it. Oh uh, uh, okay. But it's yeah because it's not the. It's not the same as it was in the past. Obviously, it 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 couldn't be because that would just be very very strange, right? But uh, yeah, it's the it's the the Toon Squad versus the Goon Squad, I think, or something like that. But well, no, no, the Goon Squad is the bad guys. That's what I mean, right? But I'm wondering why the kid has the Goon Squad shirt on though. That's I, all. Maybe he's not a Looney Tunes fan. <laughs> right. I don't know if like that's LeBron it's supposed to be LeBron James' son or I, it might some be. random kid. And yeah, that, you know that I would get. That would make sense, right? Like, Dad, I'm going for the bad guys. <laughs> the Looney Tunes. Well, I mean, you know, let's think about it. The Looney Tunes are how old? That's true. You know, it's it's lame. <laughs> it's it, I, th- look, man, kids. You know, that's not the jersey big... does look cooler. The purple one. I the... yeah, I, I give you that. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens i goon squad man those would sell so much hopefully they got the merch ready for that oh i'm oh, to, right? oh are you kidding me yeah yeah <laughs> yeah goon squad would sell a lot of merchandise that's a perfect name 
for a jersey <laughs> on a jersey. Yeah. Well, it's cool. Um, but all right. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens when that happens. Um, mm-hmm. we've got we've got a lot of plus news this week. Yeah. We'll uh we'll start with Disney Plus. Uh, we got a few release dates for things. Um, the Bad Batch, the the animated Clone Wars spinoff is coming May fourth, because of course it is. Is that uh, that's right after uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? I think so. Yeah, I think these all. I don't know if it's right after, because I don't know how long. Say uh, yeah, maybe. There's probably again. There's probably a week. There may be. There may be a little more. Once with the different franchises, I think they're gonna they're gonna break a little differently. Oh, May. I think. It's in May. Gotcha. Yeah. Because okay. is it gonna is it gonna well I don't know it's what eight they're what eight episodes and it starts in March April in the May it might it might be oh. it might be the thing where it's like hey finale uh, looking back making of and then the Bad Batch could be um, I don't know what the episode count is on the Bad Batch but I think it's going to overlap a little with Loki because Loki is June 11th and that's five weeks. Oh, okay. So I think was that four? Yeah, five weeks. So I think there's going to be some overlap there, and that's what gotcha. I mean. Like I don't think, I I think going forward, there's not going to be they're not going to be stacked crazy on top of each other, but right. I think within the same franchise, yeah, they won't overlap. But I think like Star Wars may overlap with Marvel, um, will will obviously overlap with Pixar because the Monsters at Work series, the the sequel series to Monsters Inc., premieres yeah. July second. That's that's what three weeks I think. Right. So it, it seems like they're like eventually going to get to the point where they want to have a new fresh episode of a Marvel or a Star Wars thing out weekly. Yeah, and then which some, would be awesome. And then you know whatever it is that they're doing for the younger audience. Right, right. Pixar, stuff like that. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah, Disney Plus, it's great. Yeah. Uh, we got the, excuse me, we got the lowdown on Paramount Plus this week, mm-hmm. uh, which is just going to be a rebranded CBS All Access, but they're they're going all in on it. Movies, TV, the whole bit. Um, they announced series sequels for uh, The Italian Job, Love Story, Flashdance and Fatal Attraction. Okay. Because if there were ever movies you wanted a TV series to follow up with, you know, <laughs> Love Love Story is the one right there, I'll tell you. Right. Uh, they announced 6666, which is a Yellowstone spinoff, which I know you're very, very excited about. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. Yellowstone, is it on Paramount Plus or is it – it's on Peacock. I think it's currently on Peacock because, you know, that's how streaming deals work. Sometimes deals are in place before other things are announced. You know, look how uh, long it look how long it took to get all the Marvel movies migrated over to Disney Plus. That's true. That kind of thing. I would rather I don't know which one I'd rather have. I guess Paramount because it has the Star Trek stuff. And the Nickelodeon yeah. stuff. And the Nickelodeon stuff, so yeah. These are okay. So this is going to be. Uh, there's a prequel. Wait. So this is the third. This is going to be the third Yellowstone series. So right, because there is another one that they were working on too. Yeah, 1883. Uh, 
which is going to be put out on television. Uh, and so this one, the 6666, it's about some um, uh, some ranches out in Texas. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. And I think they're all – there's like four ranches, something to do with the number six. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Yellowstone. If, if it has the same kind of – writing and stuff like that then i'm all on board nice yeah um they're doing that uh they confirmed a fraser revival with kelsey Grammer. because i guess people were really really clamoring for that um i i I was not among them but okay you know fine Mm -hmm. um other things that are are getting uh revived over on paramount plus behind the music which okay interesting cool unplugged all right fine fair enough and yo mtv raps who in the who in the hell even remembers yo mtv raps like (laughs) yeah i mean uh, people our age right probably no one younger i you know no i mean everybody you know they're more interested in wild now than this you know yeah but i okay sure fine whatever they that's part of their that's part of that content umbrella. Might as well do something with it. Yeah. Um, they they announced a couple Paramount Plus exclusive movies. The next Paranormal Activity will be exclusive yes. to Paramount Plus. I'm uh, all on board for that. That's that's fine. They can ha- they can keep it. You can have it. I don't want it. Uh. It kind of it kind of sucks in a way because those movies I've always thought were movie theater going movies. Those are audience movies where you it the audience is a part of the experience. Right, because of how it sold the viral marketing for the first yes. film. It's why right. the first film did so well, was they used that that test screener footage of the audiences, yeah. uh, which I should have known better than to trust a general movie-going audience for a horror film. Um, but, you know, that's on me. I loved it. I, <laughs> that, that, that was my jam. Uh, but that sucks it's just going to be out on streaming... Because it's going to take away from part of the experience. So, but then we'll you don't see. have to pay a distributor. You don't have to worry if it flops. Right. You know. That's true. That's true. I. You know. I. I. I get why they're doing it, especially with things the way they are now. You know, everybody is looking at. You know, well, the movie theater future is still kind of uncertain and what have you, and everybody predicts either doom and gloom or a full recovery, and there's not a whole lot of in between. Um. I think it's going to be fine, but especially by the time that, that these movies would even be ready to be released. But, you know. Yeah. I What what do I know? I just actually work in the movie industry. So, uh, yeah. They also announced a Pet Cemetery prequel, which is going to talk about the, you know, the, the founding of the Pet Cemetery, pretty much. Um, but, okay, you know, fine. That's... Not one I'm. That's, that's another one. Like I'm not particularly interested, but okay, sure. Okay. Um, they also cut their uh theatrical to home video window in half. Um, the standard deal is ninety days, which is three months, which honestly is a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, Paramount movies, uh, like A Quiet Place Two, Mission Impossible, because I forgot that Paramount owns the Mission Impossible franchise. Yeah. Uh, those movies, they'll go to theaters, they'll be theater exclusive, just like anything else, but after 45 days, which is a month and a half, 
and is mostly enough to, you know, I mean, most movies don't tend to make a ton of money after, you know, six, eight weeks, mm-hmm. um, especially the big budget ones. Um, then they're going to be coming to Paramount+. Plus. So it's kind of the opposite of what HBO Max is doing, where HBO Max is theaters and HBO Max simultaneously, but they're only going to be on HBO Max for 30 days and then disappear until the rest of the window is up and then they're on streaming services, on video on demand, or however it is they're doing that, which is weird, but okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Paramount's just saying, look, how about, you know, you guys get it exclusively, it'll be in theaters, you know, we'll hype it up, blah, 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 because that's where they're going to make most of their money anyway. And then 45 days later, it's going to come to Paramount Plus exclusively. And then I don't know what the video on demand will be from there. But okay, I I don't hate that. I think that's a rational compromise. Yeah, uh, and I th- and like I say, three uh, you know, ninety days for anything to be in a movie theater is a long, long time. You know, oh, yeah. you're talking you know twelve weeks, thirteen almost almost thirteen weeks if if it runs the full time. And most movies do not run that long. You know, yeah. we, you know, I've, unless they are giant blockbusters or if they're the only thing out, I mean, you know, we've, we're still running Wonder Woman and it's been almost three, it's been, has it been three months? One, two, not quite three months, but you know, we've had plenty of movies come and go since then, you know? Yeah. And in the past, I mean, it's, it's very rare that you see movies in, in first run theaters, you know, every, yeah. you know, you'll see plenty in, in like dollar theaters and that kind of thing for, for weeks after the fact, but yeah. your first run theaters, your big, you know, Regal, AMC, uh, Alamo draft house, even though they filed for bankruptcy, interestingly, mm-hmm. uh, and unfortunately, but I think they'll bounce yeah. back and be, and be good. Cause Alamo draft house is a solid brand, but yeah. you're not going to see a lot of movies be in, be in theaters, you know, n- nobody's going three months after the fact. It's not happening. Right. So I don't hate this. Now, I think 45 days is a fair is a fair compromise. Um, they also announced that the Halo series is going to be moving from Showtime, which is a CBS Paramount brand, uh, to Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. So that's going to be their big. I I think they're they're positioning that as their big opening salvo in the hey we have arrived on the yeah, streaming that'd be a good scene. One. Hey, it was a good one. That'd be a big one. That's I think that's gonna that's their big heavy hitter. You know they they don't yeah. have a giant one to open with. You know kind of like you know I mean NBC, NBC when they launched Peacock they had you know their library and everything but it really wasn't until they finally got the rights back to the office that then they were right. like, and by the way, boom, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, HBO max, uh, more or less had Watchmen in a sense. Right. It was like, here's, here's our big one. Um, Hulu has everything. They don't count, you know, Disney plus was, Hey, we're here. We've got our library, blah, blah, blah. Wait for a little bit. Boom. Mandalorian. I wish that, Paramount Plus and Peacock would just become the same the same app. <laughs> yeah, but it's two completely different companies. I know, I know, I know. It's just ugh. But uh, I wish they'd figure it out. 
Well, somebody's going to the apps. Well, somebody would have to buy out the other one, and that's yeah. you know, <laughs> getting. I I know I championed the Disney Fox deal because you know I thought six studios was was a tad much because I'm not actually in the business and I have the luxury of of spectating from the side and just wanting the content. But I think if we start trimming down even more studios, then we're going to be in trouble. Yeah, no, I don't want them to buy each other out. I'm just saying it'd be nice if it was in one place, one price. Not going to happen. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Nickelodeon, another Viacom property, announced a handful of things, uh, one of which was, a, was basically just new episodes of Rugrats. It's, it's, not a, it's not a sequel show. It's not another bite at all grown up or anything. It's just it's back to babies. It's well, here's the thing. Who's good? We know Rugrats. Yeah. Kids these days don't know Rugrats. Ah, but, they, they, but now they can. They're who's just, the, to me, who's that show's for? Who's that kid, show for? It's for kids. Do kids know Rugrats these days? The kids don't need to know Rugrats to be like, hey, look, here's a new kid show. There, there's not a yes, th- there's, right. there's not really a lot of lore blocking the way to get involved in Rugrats, man. <laughs> no, you're right. I guess it just I just think of that like as a really old Nickelodeon show. And, I, I couldn't and, imagine kids these days have any idea what that is. But I you're right. Well, I don't think they need to. They don't have any idea of hey, here's this brand new thing. So why That's should they, you know Rugrats does? You don't have to. You don't have to have watched the stuff from thirty. God, it's been thirty years. From thirty years ago to to understand what it is now, like there's That's not a true. there's not a continuity more or less. Right, right. So I think they'll i I think they'll be fine. I, I think I think kids will will get it now, just like we did back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw they're doing a Patrick show. Oh, are they? Yeah, that, it's that's... like a prequel with him uh, living with. Like it's his, him and his parents, and he does like a show every week or something. I don't know. Some Patrick, the Patrick show, the okay. Patrick Star show, it's called. I think I had, I think I remember they talked about that because they're doing what is it? They're doing a camp prequel for SpongeBob. It's camp, I forget it was Camp something. Why but, are all these prequels? Why don't they just continue the show? Because they're also continuing the show. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. I was just thinking. Oh, why? they haven't canceled SpongeBob. It's like SpongeBob. Yellowstone, but with SpongeBob, like eight, SpongeBob 1886. Yeah. <laughs> It's you know young sponge you know right know. exactly but, t- but they're still making SpongeBob I mean Sponge can you believe SpongeBob's been on the air over twenty years now No I didn't even know it was still going Yeah oh yeah no it's still going It's crazy but Yeah they, that is wild Yeah uh, but it's also gonna have three It's the the Rugrat show is gonna be three D animated which I I always think looks weird not mm-hmm. just because it's Rugrats but because that that style of animation just I, I don't know. There's something about it I don't like. Um, yeah. But again, you know, they're not making it for me. I am excited that the original cast is is all involved. Cool. Like that's that's great. And they had that little like yeah. that little like thirty second scene or whatever they released, and it still had the old music cues and everything. I was like, oh, oh okay. God. I'd like I I will happily give this a shot. I will probably watch this thing and go. You know what? This was a lot better when I was four. Uh, right, <laughs> because of course it was, but mm-hmm. you know, I I I love that they're looking at this and going, no, we can we can do this for kids today because these this is a, you know, this is just about being a a small small thing. So yeah, um, oh, yeah. and they also announced the formation of Avatar Studios, 
which is going to be dedicated to producing more content in the world of The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra. So, yeah, I, you know, they it, it it's it's because it's because when and and all of this, all of their their all of the new avatarness comes from the fact that when it went out streaming, you know, I mean, Legend of Korra was something that succeeded in spite of Nickelodeon and Viacom. Like they they sent the end of of the last season out just to stream on their website. They sent that out there to die, and the fan base said, "Nah, that's that's not happening. We're we're going to to make this something," and they did. And when it went on Netflix and spiked as hard as it did, mm-hmm. they had to they had to deal with oh. This actually really resonated with people, and people really liked it. And we need to get over the fact that we're still trying to hold to old school ideas of what's okay on television. Because right. they were the the executives were very anti Cora being by. Like that was just you know that was such a just tremendously radical thing. And fought against it tooth and nail. And credit to the the people actually on the show, you know, the the writers and animators and the, and the voice actors who were just like, but it's, you know, it's the twenty first century. Can we grow up a little? Right. Can we can we understand that there's a lot of you know different kinds of human out there? Like this this why is this something that you're trying so hard to fight against? Right, but in spite of all that, and because mm-hmm. of the fact that they were willing to push boundaries and do it in a good way, like Legend of Korra is a fantastic story on top mm-hmm. of everything else, and it's like, oh, and this, okay, yeah, it makes sense in the it's it's not, you know, I hate the idea of like, and then and then they they force this, but there's there are times mm-hmm. where you look at a character and you're like, yeah, that just doesn't make sense. This wasn't that, because yeah. it completely it, it worked. It was like, oh, okay, we told this story, and this was this was where it went. This was where it went. This was where it ended up. Cool. And so it's 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 having its renaissance, and now it's 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 really getting a a a, a renewed push behind it for more content. And I I for one am excited for it because I think it's a fast it's a it's a fascinating world. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where the hell that came from. It's a it is a fascinating world, and I'm I, I'm down for more content. Hell yeah! Now a few things. This makes a lot of sense with them canceling the Netflix series. Yeah, but they're not. That the Netflix series was canceled. No, it wasn't. That's what I read. When they they had differences didn't they didn't they bounce they, off of that they didn't cancel it the creators left but they didn't cancel it oh okay so they have both departed from the show due to creative differences with the Netflix team yeah and so they're building this studio so didn't a lot of the writers move on to that dragon prince show yeah yeah the okay. yeah the dragon prince was kind of the spiritual successor to avatar Gotcha. So Nickelodeon or Paramount Plus is doing – they are opening up an Avatar Studios to make more Avatar content. But also Netflix has the live action rights still, you're saying? Apparently. Okay. 
All right. Well, that's interesting. I I don't know how far that'll go. I feel go. like this is a little too late. Like, it's I'm sure there's a ton of people who are still going to watch it, of course. We are. Yeah. But I wish they would have done this five years ago. Yeah, they should have. Yeah, they, like, they really should have, but they didn't. Yeah. But, I mean, I think Avatar, just like Dragon Ball, it can go away for a long time and come back and have just the amount, same amount of people watching it. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should be good. I'm curious to see what comes out of it. I still haven't I've, I haven't seen uh, uh, Korra yet. I got to watch that. Uh, yeah, you really do. It's, yeah. it's, it's very good. It is. Yeah. It is very good. It's the it's the flips. I love the 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 best way I've I've seen it. You know, summed up is it's the it is the flip side to Ang's journey. Ang is a kid learning to be. Ang is a human learning to be Avatar. Korra mm-hmm. is an Avatar learning to be human. Right. And it's it's such it's so good. It's a really really good show. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Add cool. That, that that add add that to your list. Yeah. Um, so we're, that was all the, the TV news, mm-hmm. really, that I could dig up. Um, st- sticking with, we went from Disney Plus to Paramount Plus. Now we'll go to PlayStation Plus. Right. <laughs> it's it's Plus Jeez. Week. Right. Um, they finally announced the games from March, um, the, P- the, free, the PS Plus free games from March. Uh, okay. Farpoint, Far Maquette. Remnant from the Ashes, and the Final Fantasy VII remake. Right. Why the Final Fantasy VII remake? Well, because first off, they needed a big title, because you do when you're doing these weekly games. I'm talking to everyone who does these for their subscription services. Um, and also, because there was a lot of Final Fantasy news this week. Yes. Real fast, the Marquette game or whatever it's called. Yeah. Looks awesome. It's a puzzle game where it like it, it reminds me of the witness where like you have to figure out a room, figure out what it's trying to get you to do uh, to move on to the next one. It's got super high ratings on Steam. It's got nine out of ten. Uh, everything that I've looked at, it looks awesome. So that's one of those games where that looks like a low key, probably one of the best ones on that list. Um, but no one's talking about it. Fair, uh, public, like you know, whatever. But when I look at the reviews, I look at the crit. Like it looks awesome. It, if you're into like puzzle games, this looks like the witness esque type of game where like you're doing something and whatever. I've got in the trailer like it looks like he is in kind of like a Disney World, but like toys, if that makes sense. And he's doing something with an object, and then you suddenly outside of. The building you see that same object moving so like it's all weird perspective uh puzzle stuff so it looks really fucking cool though nice um but yeah so shout out to that game um but yeah final fantasy the <laughs> announcements yeah they 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 did announce uh a a ps5 upgrade which will be okay. free now there is there is a small catch with this it will be free to anyone who has purchased the ps4 version it will right. not be available to people who download the PS Plus version. Right, that makes sense. And I, 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 I get that. They want you to spend some kind of money on their game. Right. Fair right, enough. Right, right. Yeah. Um, They're making it, it free to the people who purchased it, which is 
perfect. That's awesome. We want that right. moving forward instead of like, hey, spend $60 to get a little bit of extra. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but they're... It's it's going to have you know it's going to have all of your you know d- upgrades that you'd expect. Um, mm-hmm. They 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 did show side by side, you know here's here's what it looks like here's what's going to be better. I like that it's brighter. I saw a lot of people online complaining about like oh and they you know they got rid of so much of the darkness of Midgar and I was like good that means I can see shit, like yeah. <laughs> it 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 looks better. Um, yeah, and I I'm I'm very very happy about that. Um, they've got a photo. They're they're including a photo mode, which I'm usually meh about. But every there is not a frame of this game that I wouldn't want to put up as a poster somewhere. Right, so right, I like I was really excited about that. Um, and they also announced some related new story content. Uh, it's not mainline story per se, but it will be canon, and it will be something that anybody who wants to dig into part two should play. Um, canon in quotes canon. <laughs> what is canon anymore with final fantasy <laughs> uh everything it's all canon this is just right. different canon uh, exactly <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is basically the the uh it's basically final fantasy 7 the yuffie chapter uh so i'm i'm i am excited uh it it, it introduces yuffie it shows how her story is running parallel to what's happening uh, in the game at the same time, um, and I just I'm I'm stoked for it. I bring me more, give me more content. I want more content. Um, and this is a good tide over. I don't expect the remake to be announced until next year. The the part two to be announced until next year, mm-hmm. uh, let alone come out. I I I highly 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 doubt we're going to get part two uh, in 2022. I think it's a 2023 release. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, the, the inner grade as they're calling it, um, is coming out June 10th of this year. Okay. So very, very much happy and excited for this. Um, cool. for sure. Um, they, they also announced, uh, we had talked about they, uh, Square Enix had trademarked Ever Crisis and the First Soldier. Ever Crisis is a is a stylishly PS1 looking uh chapter based game that covers all of Final Fantasy 7 lore. You know, starting with the Crisis games and going through Advent Children and Dirge of Cerberus. It covers that entire timeline. Okay. Um and the the original timeline. It won't it won't cover the remake version of events. It looks like which I'm fine okay. with. Uh, that that works for me. The interesting, and uh, this this one is going to be a mobile game, as is the first soldier, and I'm okay. I'm okay with Ever Crisis being mobile. <clears throat> I'm a little, I don't want to say bummed, but I'm a little confused as to why the first soldier is only a mobile title. Because battle royale games should have a console or a PC version eh you can do mobile battle royale games. i mean they i mean they work i know they work but i yeah. just i just well uh, tetris battle royale mario <laughs> uh, yeah how how well does uh how well does uh does pubg really run on an iphone 
know, or and well, that's or, the thing. You Galaxy. literally have you have PUBG on an iPhone. I, I know, um, but I, that's why I'm asking. Just how? Oh, you know. I didn't. Once they start talking about mobile games, I checked out. Yeah, because that's not anything I would want to play. Exactly. Uh, those aren't the kind of mobile games I like to play. I like to play card games mobily. Like there's other games that just fit that sphere so much better than a third person, whatever that's supposed to be. Agreed. Uh, yeah, but so. but also just the idea of oh, you want more Final Fantasy VII? How about a Final Fantasy VII battle royale game? <laughs> Everybody right, just right. went, I'm sorry, but you what now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree. If they did it, if they, if it was a bigger game, and it didn't feel like a mobile game, then sure that that it would actually be pretty cool for me. Yeah. But yeah. But so that was uh, that was interesting news. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, we uh, we also got the we also got the Pokemon news this week. Uh, we got had headlined by Post Malone covering Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, is, I loved it. I mean, you know, it was fine. Like the I, Cowboys I, make him cry. Was, I thought that was great. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Post Malone though. So it's, yeah, yeah I mean, it was so it was I, fine. I I I. I, I enjoyed it because it was it was hey by the way remember when you know we had mainstream people doing Pokemon songs <laughs> yeah I saw a clip where he pulled out a Game Boy and he's like I carry around Pokemon Red everywhere I go because <laughs> they were like are you a real Pokemon fan he's like of <laughs> course <laughs> uh, but uh, he, he apparently got the I guess he knows uh, what's his name. The who's the main singer from Hootie and the Blowfish? He's a uh, country singer uh, now. Darius right? Rucker. Yeah, Darius Rucker. Yeah. Apparently they've met. He got his blessing and everything. Of course. So nice. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, it. <laughs> we got some Pokemon games. Like, I, I, I feel like this is one of those where I'm the grouchy man. Everyone got what they wanted, but I'm like, just give me the old games. Um. And they didn't give me the old games. Uh. But we got something that everybody's been asking for, right? Yeah, we got the we 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 confirmed the Gen Four remakes. Was yep, it brilliant? The... It's what brilliant diamond and shining pearl, because you know what? Yeah, it looks like a very updated version of those games. I kind of wish they would just do that for all of them, like yeah. the originals, the 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 last three, uh, just put them out on um, the Switch. But yeah, it looks like a very updated version of those games looks pretty cool uh and then we got the new one yeah uh, uh pokemon legends uh arceus i will yes. that will always be a soft c to me i can't make that i can't make that a hard sound um yeah but you know okay cool why not something yeah something new based on something old i'm okay with that and I'm well, what, what's interesting i like the wrinkles in this is that it's set a long time ago. This is the earliest we go with Pokemon game. Yeah. Where you're creating the first Pokemon decks. Um, and it's like a... It's old-timey. It's like you know, Fuel Japan or whatever it's called. Uh, it is... I like that. And, you know, it looks... I think what they did... And I hope it's just not a knee-jerk reaction to people going, Give us Breath of the Wild, Pokemon! That's what this looks like, and a lot of the leaks, which I can't say, obviously, if they're real or not, a lot of them are, you have endurance, you go up a cliff, you can jump off and have a glider, so it's very, it looks very much like that. Um, I like that it's open world, where you can throw the Pokeball, and it can capture it. Um, 
the battles apparently are sort of turn-based, but not. They're very much timed, um, and it depends on the speed of your Pokemon. So, like, a menu pops up where you can do moves and stuff like that. Okay. But it's not the same kind of turn-based that every Pokemon game is. Right. Where you you it, you're, the speed of your your Pokemon actually matter with the the type of moves that they do. So until we get some legitimate footage of that, I'm gonna hold off. But fair, uh, yeah. If it's a big open world Pokemon game, like legitimate open world, not you know Sword and Shield have areas that are open, but then you go to very much, very much go from point A to point B. Right. Uh, if it's legitimate, like Breath of the Wild, where you go exploring. Holy shit, that's what everyone's been asking for, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, hopefully it will look a little bit better too because it looked a little choppy. I'm assuming that this this and like the Metroid game, they're all going to be pushed out on the new system, which did you see Bloomberg's article? Yeah, about the 7-inch uh, OLED 4K docked output switch. Yep, four docked out. Uh, yep, four K on the dock, seven twenty p, handheld, which is perfectly fine. Uh, when it's when it's a small screen like that, it's going to look crisp. Yeah. Um. Uh. If you know, and it's it's Bloomberg, so like they they apparently have a legitimate source, and this has been rumbling for a while, and everyone's kind of been talking about it. They they know that, and, and especially when Samsung's producing these, all this stuff leaks ahead of time. So. Oh yeah. Hopefully this is out by Christmas. Um, I'm assuming that's what they'll try to go for. I think it said they're going to start producing them in June or July. So hopefully uh, – I don't, I don't, when do you think this would be coming out? I, I think they would aim for holiday. Holiday? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking holiday this year. Uh, I have the Switch Lite. I think I was going to purchase the regular Switch. I think I'm going to hold off. Yeah, I'd wait. Get that. Yeah, when it gets out, comes out. Uh, but yeah, imagine like an open world Pokemon game. That's, that's awesome. And like I said, the only thing that I wish they actually did this presentation, but I wish people would copy this because they gave the game that everybody kind of knew was coming the, the remakes. And then at the very end of that, they're like, we got more. Yeah. And it wasn't just like, here's Pokemon sleep too. It's, no, we got this game that you guys have all been asking for. Like, that's how you do a presentation. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. But the, the only thing is the, the, the older games. I just, I don't see why. Like, there's so much money they're just wasting that I would buy all of them. If they were like, hey, all the classics are on here, even the DS games like Soul Silver and, and Heart Gold and whatnot in the remakes they're all here you can purchase them 10 20 bucks whatever it is i'd get every single one of them it'd be nice wouldn't it it would we got all the zeldas we got all the marios um i don't know if they're holding off on like a game boy or a ds uh virtual console i like i, I don't understand no i don't but, either yeah so anyway uh, oh well in the meantime uh, you know, I I think it'll be good. I think it it'll be it'll be a good time. You know, this you know coming this holiday season, we can have all three major companies with console shortages. I, I think Nintendo was just feeling left out, honestly. It's hard to get a Switch right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I, I saw it on Amazon the other day. I was like, oh, I think I'd want one. And then I, like a day or two went by, it oh, oh, sold out. You got to wait until next month. Yeah. There's a <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise bundle that's out right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, they're, they're, what, 300 bucks? I was like, okay, well, mm, I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. So I, I definitely think I'm going to wait for this OLED one. Because that's the, man, that's the main thing I miss about my Vita is the, the screen. It was gorgeous. Fair. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. What else we got? Um, uh, Anthem is dead, officially. Um, yep. They, they were going to do that whole 2.0 relaunch and revitalize everything and, you know, basically do what Destiny did, where they were like, oh, we done screwed up, and then yeah. fixed it. Um, but since they're doing a Dragon Age and Mass Effect game, you know, they said, nah, Anthem is just going to have to die. And yeah. so it is. I'm not too upset about it. I didn't buy it, so I don't feel like I wasted any money. But I feel for the people that do, because, you know, I, I, I really feel like this was, this was just another just another tale in the saga of oh by the way ea really hates people who play video games yeah uh, because the whole because anthem was just a giant lie it was here's all of this really awesome and amazing and cool stuff that you're not going to be able to do when it comes yeah. out it turns out so it's uh i don't know man yeah but we'll see it's you know Hopefully, the that whatever they do with Mass Effect going forward is is gonna be, yeah, gonna be better than Andromeda anyway, because that was a yeah, that was an unfortunate well, catastrophe. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, it, I I do like that. The silver lining is that we're going to get a single player Dragon Age game, yeah, and not a, you know, uh, subscription not subscription, but what what do they call it? Uh, what's the uh, games by service or that kind of game? Games games as a service. Is games that what as a service. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'm just glad we're not going to be getting one of those for for these coming out. That's what killed it. Yeah. Because that's what they're going to do. Now. I don't know. Right. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And the 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 last the last bit of of news to to clean up here was the most what-the-hell thing I've ever seen. Um, because apparently there is a Batman-Fortnite crossover comic. Oh, yeah. There's been Marvel ones, too. Have there? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Hey, I'm all for video games. I don't know if this is ever going to get kids to pick up a comic book, but, hey, hit the kids what's popular. If Fortnite's popular, Throw that at them. Get, I, get them mixed up in it. I, yeah, I mean, you, you, I, I can't argue it from a business perspective. Yeah, it's nothing but good. It's one of those things like there's a million Batman books out there. That's so fair. it's not one I'm going to pick up. But, hey, if it gets a kid reading and, like, interested in that and the art or whatever, that's better than not doing it. That You know, fair I enough. still think they should put comics in the, you know, publics in the, in, in the where you're cashing out. But... Whatever. I guess this is the way to go. <laughs> this is gonna get more people to look at the the characters. Yeah. 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 Because I know Marvel did a big one, but yeah. Uh, 
Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, if it works, it works. Yeah. But, so we had, we talked a little bit about stuff we've been watching. Um, tomorrow is the season, perhaps, series, because I don't know how they're going to run these things, finale for WandaVision. It's got to be the series finale, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I would think so. Yeah, <laughs> like, how do you continue? I can't, I can't imagine a second season of, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, she's in Louisiana this time or something. <laughs> right. Uh, Paul Bettany went on record today and said that he, you know, spoiler alert for everything up to where we're at with WandaVision right now. So if you haven't, if you haven't watched, run away uh, and then go watch it and then come back. We'll wait. Um, but he, he went on record saying that the, the blockbuster cameo that he was talking about was the reintroduction of the vision that we saw in okay. the last episode. Wow, he fucking screwed the pooch with that one, didn't he? Yeah, and he feels bad about it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a that's a way to get your audience mm-hmm. expectations insanely high. Yeah. As a joke. Oh yeah, I, I saw the the creator right came out and said, uh, or the director. Uh, expects a lot of people to be disappointed by the finale over fan theory. So, I mean, that's fair. Like, I mean, that's just a reasonable statement. True. Because people but are always going to be disappointed. Definitely probably hurt. Well, if you're somebody, if you're somebody, expectations. I, not necessarily because it's just the idea that it, it's really just a slightly more polite way of saying, Hey, guess what? You're going to be wrong and you're going to have to deal with it. Oh no, uh, no, I, I completely <laughs> agree. Like this director, the problem that's the that's the problem with any of these kind of shows that are like um, chock full of Easter eggs, uh, exciting to watch week to week. You don't know what's going to happen, like Lost or whatever. And then by the end of it, if it doesn't live up to your expectations, people are disappointed. Right. I, I do. This is be this has exceeded my expectations so much. I don't think they can do anything to let me down. My expectations for the finale is we get some sort of closure to this story and then it moves on into um, uh, either Spider-Man or Doctor Strange. That's what I'm expecting. If at the end of this show we get no answers and everyone's dead, I'll be like, what just happened? Well, this is disappointing. But like, I'm not going to be disappointed if, you know, uh, Doctor Strange doesn't show up. If, um, if, we get no if if Agatha like escapes, you know, like I can't think of anything that would make me disappointed unless because they've nailed every episode. Uh, but if we if I don't know, I'm looking for some sort of. I want them to wrap up the character story, if that makes sense. Right. I'm not looking for a Luke Skywalker moment, even though he joked about it and that would be exciting. That kind of already happened with. Um, uh, Quicksilver showing up. That kind of was that moment for this show. That was a big twist. Yeah. Um, I wish that he wouldn't have said anything about a big surprise at the end because I imagine a lot of people who obviously don't listen to podcasts or don't like pay it too close attention to YouTube or any of this stuff is not going to hear this guy say that and going to go, wait a second. My brother told me that <laughs> Luke Skywalker moment was going to happen. Uh, I could see them being like, wait a second, that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact that that happened in the last episode, that we got the white vision, uh, that's a huge like Easter egg thing for vision. Like this, to me, this means that 
that Vision might not actually be dead. They might figure out a way to, you know, combine what she created and the husk of the the shell, and we might actually get some sort form of Vision back. So, um, I'm more interested in that. I'm more interested in what does this mean for Wanda and Vision moving forward. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, and I think, of course, you are too. That that's 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 what. I'm so excited for tomorrow, but I, I have reasonable expectations. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's fair. It's absolutely fair. Um, yeah, I I want to see what this means, you know. But I, I I still I still think we're gonna have just because of how much they've been talking about magic the last couple episodes. I really really think we're gonna see some little Doctor Strange moment in the finale. Yeah. Right, absolutely. Um, and I'm okay with that. Like, I don't need him to show up and suddenly be a dramatic presence. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's Benedict Cumberbatch in a floating cape. It's going to be fairly dramatic just in general. But I just... I, oh, I, yeah. I, I, th- I, think there'll be a, I think there'll be that kind of setup moment. And I don't think it'll be much, but I, I'm, still, I'm still kind of holding out hope for that. Um, what I'm expecting is, you know, once the dust settles on this at the end of the episode and she's you know she's looking for you know well they talked about magic where the hell do i go about magic and there's a tease for dr strange or something that's i think that's the more realistic look at it but i i would would love for him to pop by for a minute it would make sense and i'm also curious now this is one of those things where he might be talking about fan theories or whatnot is it agatha all along or is does she serve somebody is there who, you know, uh, she brings up Ralph every two seconds in the show. Is there, you know, a lot of people think uh, Mephisto's in the, uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. Is that going to be answered here or teased? Like, do they not say anything about the whole episode? But at the very end, he's revealed or something? Like, that's what I mean. Like, that does interest me. And maybe maybe we don't get any of that. Maybe it is Agatha all along. Maybe... We don't see Doctor Strange. Yeah. But those are the things I am kind of interested. Like, are they going to wrap this up? Uh, is that what he means by fan theories? Um, I, like, I'm not expecting, you know, Magneto to show up. It'd be fun. We've talked about that. Like, that'd be a cool moment. But realistically, he has nothing to do with the story. Right. So, but Mephisto or what is it? D- d- what's what's the bad guy from um, from Doctor Strange? D- d- what, Dormammu? Oh. Mambo, yeah, like I, yeah, but like, we we saw him already, and he is so vastly different than than in the comics. True, but that's it. Seems like that's where she's getting her power from. It's all purple, just like that. In, in his war, in his realm, it's all purple. When the bad guys in in Doctor Strange were doing bad shit, their eyes turned purple. That's, I think that's, that's where she's pulling from. I that's I think she got that book from. The where the library that Doctor Strange got his books. Um, I'm also wondering, you know, I, I completely forgot about this until I rewatched it. They set up Doctor Strange Buddy as a bad guy running around killing people who do magical things. Source too many sorcerers, he said at the end of it. Yeah. So I, does he pop in? You know, probably not. But uh, those things of things that I've been thinking about, like Fair. how could they, uh, you don't want too many bad guys. Cause it's literally just Wanda there. Um, 
I, I don't want it too packed. Um, I think that if there was one other person, that would be interesting. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, dude, Doc, Doctor Strange would be huge if he popped in. And he did pop in their Zoom meeting, so who knows? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he popped in and said hi, so I, that would be awesome if he popped in the show. Uh, I don't know. I It'd guess we'll, like, we'll just have to see here in the next, uh, was it 12, 13, 14, yeah. 14 hours? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. And that's, and that's what Wanda needs. She needs someone to teach her how to control her abilities. Yeah. She, it's been chaos. That's the whole thing L- of the show. Literally. <laughs> yep. Oh, absolutely. I loved the last episode. I loved how meta it was. How I think it was called like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Uh, or the fourth wall or something like that. I loved the grief, um, the little moments that they had together and vision was talking about like, you know, what, what's the quote, what's the quote he use? Grief is just what, what is, what is grief? If not love persevering, I think. Yeah. I, I like that. Like there's look, the, those are some of the best things that the MCU has done. Those little moments. Like I remember watching that scene and going, this is one of the best things the MCU has ever done. Like there's no other moments that kind of stick with me like that. Yeah. Uh, where he was just, you know, that all this bad shit has happened, but like, it's not all bad. Um, that you do have moments of happiness and I hope that she gets her, I hope she gets her vision back at the end, (laughs) but, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I loved that episode. I thought it was so good. Yeah. It's, it's been a tremendous show. It really has. Yeah. And so I'm, you know, I'm excited to see how this, how this plays out in the end. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But, uh, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. I Oh yeah. One other part where she's introduced to the mind stone and it comes to her and she sees what we think is her maybe from the future or like just a vision or an alternate version. Who knows? But it's the Scarlet witch. Yeah. And it was just, oh, it was such a cool scene. I loved it. And that how, she obviously had these abilities before she was even introduced to it. So that's a quick way for them to be like, oh, yeah, she was – if she if, if she is a mutant in this, that's how they could say she was immune. But this thing just amplified it, yeah. right? It just brought everything out. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really loved it. I look forward to Friday. I can't wait to talk about it next week. Yeah. Nah, give me a good, give me a good time, and I oh, like I'm I'm I I don't plan I don't think I'm going to be disappointed in the finale. I you know my no. my, my, my I have my theories, but I I like seeing where they take things because they know what the hell they're doing. Absolutely, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. We could sit here and talk about theories all day, but so far they have exceeded expectations, and I I have faith that they'll do that for the last episode, and. I have no – I don't think anyone's going to show up or anything like that. And if they do, that's a pleasant surprise. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that's it unless there's anything else you wanted to review or nah, – Nothing I can think of off the top of my head anyway. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, wait. What did I watch? The, you know what? I, I forgot about it, so I guess it's not that important. <laughs> oh, you know what? I – you you dis you disappeared. That's what you did. Like that's still going. It's like hey, on the third season. Hang on, I lost you there for a few seconds. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, you good. Yeah, go back to so I, go back to uh. You were just remembering what you had watched. Oh, okay. 
Oh yeah, so I remember um, I, I was watching American Gods. Oh okay, yeah. On, on stars. Yeah, on yeah. stars. God, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and I I think I kept seeing ads for it. I kept seeing ad after ad after ad, and I was like, you know what? I I, I was just doing the Norse mythology book with Neil Gaiman, and of course he's the one who did American Gods, and I was like. Yeah, I kind of want to jump on that, and uh, it, it's so much more fascinating to me now uh, than it was then for whatever reason. And so I like whenever a new god pops up, and I'm like Googling it. I'm like, okay, so who is she supposed to be? Who is this guy supposed to be? He's a spider. Oh, he's a, a Nigerian uh, god. Uh, you know, like all the, He takes all these gods from all the old gods and the new gods. Yeah. And the new gods are like gods of like money and stuff like that. and. Uh, or technology. Um, and so, I don't know, it's been really cool so far. I've only watched the first couple episodes, but I'm probably going to go through that uh, in the next couple of weeks. So, yep. It's on stars. Nice. Fun, 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 fun. I saw, I just saw somewhere uh, that the Minions movie got bumped another year. The Minions movie got moved a year? Yeah, the, 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 uh, the sequel. Oh, okay. Because it was supposed to be, uh, it, it was supposed to have been last July, and now it was going to be, I think, this July, and I think they've moved it again. I think I saw they moved it again. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Here we go real quick. Uh, from Deadline, uh, Universal, oh, they moved F9 to, uh, they moved it, they moved it a month. They moved it to June 25th. Uh, Minions 2 will now open July second, July 1st, 2022, instead of July 2nd, 2021. Uh, and I think that's, that's all, they, that's all they've moved. Mm, so, bec- okay. because they bumped the next Fast and Furious movie a month, they bumped the next Minions movie a year. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Universal okay. doesn't care about your children. Uh, they they only care about people who are interested in uh, Vin Diesel. So. So, yeah, more proof that Comcast is an evil company. <laughs> but, uh, well, cool. Well, on that note. <laughs> yeah, on, the, on, the, on that depressing bombshell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Make sure you go to um, our Facebook group, We Geek Podcast. Email us, WeGeekPodcast at gmail.com. Twitter, at WeGeekPodcast. We are on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple, and Android Podcasts. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Next week, Captain. Captain. <laughs>